I am Jacob Gable. I am Jacob Wirtz. And this is the Untapped Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Untapped Podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Season 2, Episode 5, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Sir. Yes, sir. Our first EX Fit mm. episode coming mm. off the uh, first EX Guest episode of Season 2 with Mr. Trent Ruckman. Trent killed it. Um, we have gotten... Went crazy. Dude, we, I mean, literally at our gyms, um, our families, his family, our friends, like we have had... So many people reach out about that episode. I mean, lots of great responses. A lot of people talking about it and just really, uh, really hyping us up, hyping him up, and uh, you know, we just had a ton of fun with that episode. Not to mention the content that's come from it. Oh my god, unbelievable! Gosh. Unbelievable, from Trent. Yeah, Trent gave out so many useful tools for anybody. Yeah, and you know, obviously including us there, and uh, just really brought a new perspective that um, we're not not that we're not able to, but we're not educated like what he is in that yep. field and in that realm and. Man, it was just—it was so good to have. Well, him on. what was so fascinating too is how just smooth he talked about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, you could just tell how uh-huh. educated he was right. in that field, and it was so good to listen to. Even when I was going back through the clips and the and the Spotify list and whatever, uh-huh. and it was it was just great because I mean I learned something all over again listening back to yeah, it. So it's like right. you know it, it was great. It was yeah. really great. It's funny yeah. you say that because literally my dad told me he's like, man, Trent, you can just. His vocabulary and everything, everything, like the way yep. he talks and whatnot yep. is just, it's very mm-hmm. smooth, very, very smart, intelligent. You can tell he is confident mm-hmm. in the, in that, uh, you know, talking about that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I can't get enough of the mindfulness. That mindfulness tool is just, it's perfect, yep. man. You know, we've, we've got it up over there and then whatnot. And, um, is it the 18th today, by the way? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it, I just... Speaking of mindfulness, I put the clip of what mindfulness is up on the Extrication Fitness uh, Instagram today, guys. So if you want to take yeah. that, take a look at that yeah. reel yep. and what mindfulness really is and what Trent had to say about it. And awesome how to apply it to your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, guys, so yeah, let's get into our first EX Fit episode of Season 2 here. Um, we've got a topic that everyone loves to talk about. Yep. That topic is cardio. Um, is it necessary? Is it useful? How useful is it? Um Everything to do with cardio, we're going to cover it today. Um, it's a it's it's a hot topic in the fitness world. Right. It always has been, always will be. Um, you know, more you know, people like cardio more than strength training. Some like strength training more than cardio. Some like a good mixture of both. You yeah. Know? So, guys, we're going to try and give a uh, a very blanketed um, episode here. Overlook co- of it, covering, yeah, covering sure. a lot of it. Yeah. Well, and the, and the thing is too is there's always like the ACSM, NASM, all the big. Um, Names or companies, so are the overarching bodies of fitness. ISA, yeah, ISA. There we go. They're ISA, NSCA. Yeah. Um, they all always put out like every year a top ten trends or something like mm. that of mm. in the fitness industry, and you know always what comes up is some form of cardio in the form of hit this like fart like running whatever all this other stuff. Fart. That's so it's the actual thing. I haven't fart, heard of fart like running. It's basically like the easiest way to put it is like it's uh, it, it's like interval running like oh, okay. improve your mile time that type of stuff why event that's kind of bad it, it well it's because the name's so weird so that's is probably that, why is yeah. it like you know like all right i'm gonna run to that lamppost and then i'm gonna walk and then i'm gonna run so, to that sort of post. yeah and if you're on a treadmill for example you go for like 0.3 miles walk it or keep it a lower pace gotcha. 0.3 miles at a good pace for you you'd normally run at the mile and gotcha, go, go back gotcha, to it. Gotcha, that type gotcha. of thing that makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah pretty pretty simple concept it just is a funny name so not it really people pay yeah. attention to it so I've, yeah i've only ever heard that called interval running <laughs> yeah exactly fart, fart lick running okay yeah sorry right. sorry about that guys yeah. so to, sorry about to hear about that technique <laughs> but um yeah guys i mean we we, were, we want to dive into this because 
as you know, um, these are the episodes, these EX Fed episodes, where, where our knowledge is really rooted in a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially, like, fitness is our expertise. Mm-hmm. And so these episodes you're going to gain a lot from. And this episode will be no different from that. Um, cardio, is it necessary? Um, put simply, the if you want to give a blanket answer to it, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we'll, we'll kind of start by comparing strength training and cardio. Yeah. Um, and the ideas between the two, because again, they're, they're the most common overarching, I mean, they pretty much are like those two, or, those are the two forms of fitness, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, because I think, I would say everything else falls under one Yeah, of falls two. under one. I mean, at least I, I would say so myself. Yeah, um, yeah. But... Maybe but, yoga would be like a yeah, third yeah. topic. Because you can't of. really consider that under either, but yeah. I, you could say like flexibility and stretching type thing. For sure. Put yoga under that. For sure. That could be a third one. But yeah. anyways... Um, talking about strength training or strength training versus cardio guys, easiest way to put it, you're going to burn like, for example, during strength training, let's say you're doing a strength training session comparing two sessions between the two here, strength training session, you're going to burn calories during it. Um, if it's a hard session for probably an hour, you'll probably burn, or maybe even up to two hours, you'll probably burn between realistically between 200 to 250. That's if you're going pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So strength training is never the, the calorie burner right off, off the yeah, bat. Right, right. But what, again, we've talked about this with strength training too. What it does is it helps one increase muscle mass, which helps organ function, et cetera. And then your metabolism goes up. Yes. So the after effect of strength training is really what comes into exactly. play with the calories there. You're, you're going to burn, like you just said, you're going to burn calories during the session. But what strength training is also going to allow you to do is continue to burn calories even after you're driving home. You know, after the gym, you're driving home, you get home, you're still burning calories in the body mm. at that point, okay? And what he just talked about with your metabolism, that's the BMR that we've talked about a lot, basal metabolic rate. And that is how many calories you're going to burn by just being alive. You could literally lay in bed for 24 hours and like our bodies, our BMRs, are gonna, we're going to burn over 2,000 calories a day. If we literally just laid in bed all day. Yeah, we just sat here on the couch. Exactly. We that, podcasted for 24 hours. That's honestly, like. that that yeah. would probably burn even more still. It, it would. Because we're still kind of active. It would the be heart rate technically is active, car- oh, not active, car- active exercise. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Sure. So, again, that's kind of a recap. We've talked about BMR before in the, the other um, EX Fit episodes. But strength training will allow you to mm-hmm. burn during. But the biggest thing is it's also going to allow you to burn after because your body yep. is still working to repair itself, recover, and all that kind of stuff. So it's Definitely. it's working on its own. Yep. Now, cardio, on the other hand, you're going to burn calories just during the session. Yep. Okay, You're going hard. You're running. You're walking. You're rucking. Whatever it might be. You're burning calories, and you're going to burn a lot of calories too in that session. If your intensity is high enough. If, if the in- Of course. Yeah. Of course. Now, when you're done, you're done. That's that's yep. pretty much where it stops. Yep. You know, those few minutes where you're recovering, sure. Yes, your body is still working. There's Sorry, no... could you say... Wow, Siri just trying to interrupt the episode here. Yeah, Siri loves just joining um, our episodes, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, man, I kind of lost my train of thought there. You're go good, ahead. Bro. Go, ahead. Good, bro. go ahead. So, <laughs> hey, so one, guys, by the way, if you haven't listened to our cybersecurity episode, they're always listening. Um, yeah, right. But anyway, so talking about cardio, guys, continuing on that... Um, Again, we're burning during. That is the main burn from it because obviously you get things like heart rate and you know a, a better aerobic capacity from it, which might help. It, it does help a little with the BMR, but it's really not um, a main driving factor. Talk about just cardio only. With, with cardio just cardio only, only yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we mentioned strength training a lot, guys, and why we recommend it at least three days a week because the fact that BMR is so important for weight loss. Absolutely. Um, or, I mean... For just for, health, health for in just, general. I was going to yeah, say, just general, general health, good yeah. health. Yeah. So uh, that's why we talk about cardio, guys. And again, w- I mentioned the intensity part for a reason. Because if you're a trained individual, like let's say Wurtz and I 
decide our only cardio we're ever going to do is just a light 15-minute walk around the neighborhood. Only cardio we ever do. You know, we might burn 20 to 25 calories on that or something like that. that. But the reason we throw on our our weight vest, why we do our sprints, that type of stuff, is because we want to, one, we want to push ourselves a little harder Mm -hmm. than that anyways. it's Cardio is also going to be guys, like, if, if we're being honest... Um, at least for me, and I, I, I would bet you would agree with I, this. I already know what you're um, going to say. And yes, it's I'm more of a mental challenge. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, because yes. cardio is not something that I'm like, I'm like yes, <laughs> this is what I want to do today. And I, I would assure a lot of people would technically agree with that. Other than like the, you know, like the cross-country track athletes, they love it. And they're, Ultra I, I mean, marathon or I respect like the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Guys that run Ironmans, like. Oh my gosh. My goodness. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so obviously there are people, but in my case, like it's a big mental challenge. Yeah. And. So that's why the intensity is so important too. Because if you want to get the mental mental benefits from fitness, part of that is also up in your intensity. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, especially during uh, and 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 intentionally. Yes. Upping your intensity on mm. your own too. Mm. Like, yeah, we're trainers, and and we think there is a an absolute need for for personal training in this world. Because um, a lot of people just don't know exactly how to exercise or do it properly or safely or anything like that. But mm. if you can do it to yourself. That's where you're going to get that mental mm. gain. I mean, neither one of us like cardio. You know, none of us, neither one of us gets too excited about the actual act of cardio. However, mm. I think we've both learned to actually love cardio in the sense that, man, I'm going to go push myself. I'm kicking my own ass. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my weight vest on. We're going four miles today. Yep. You know, I'm going to I'm going to go up to the the uh, parking garage, and we're going to sprint. You know. Yep. We're going to jump rope. Yep. We're going to run ladders. Yep. We're going to go bear crawl. Yep. All that kind of stuff. We've we've learned to love that part of it. The actual act of doing it still sucks. <laughs> Going out and running just a mile sucks, but it's such a you're exactly right, dude. Like yeah. it's it's such a mental yep. game. Yep. I mean, I can tell you I I would I would even say that you were part of the reason I that I actually finally fell in love with the idea of cardio mm. because you're you're such a big walker again and you're like, dude, let's go on rucks. I remember cuz you and I like obviously like during lockdown and whatnot and all that stuff, things slowed down. Things were like people didn't have like a lot of people didn't have a, a job a lot of times too. Yeah, I mean, and, I didn't. and we had a lot more free time. Like Wurtz and I were in the category of we had a lot more free time with that because Absolutely. because you know gyms were the ones that got closed. Sure. That's our story entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what we did was, I mean, Wurtz, Wurtz and I we talked about this. We put weights in a in backpacks. And so I hated that because my lower back felt like it. Somebody pulled it out of my back. Um, but um, but after that, when we started getting into the weight vest game and whatnot, in the rucking game, that's when I really fell in love because mm-hmm. you and I would go in whatever conditions, and it was that mental challenge because our shoulders felt yeah. like they were being blown up. While, oh yeah, with, with us, I mean, they still do. Sometimes literally bleeding. Yeah. Shoulders oh yeah. Absolutely, especially if you're shirtless. At, at least the first three times we did, we we bled. Oh, pretty absolutely. Bad. Yeah, absolutely. at least. And you um, still get like the. It's basically like a. A rug burn. Yeah. Now is what it feels like. You oh, know? Yeah. Take it much. off, and it, it's such a relief. You know. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, dude. I mean, literally. Yeah. And then you you go up to like shower some. You look at yourself, and you look. You, it looks like rug burns. It kind of looks badass to me, honestly. Yeah, but it's like, yep, I did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, guys, that's why we talked about the mental benefit of cardio and why that is such a big part of it. Again, the burning cows is huge because you know if you're some like let's say you're on a bot. A lot of times, what bodybuilders do if they're on the cut phase of coming up to their show or whatever mm-hmm. is they add in a lot of cardio, like the, in, the incline walks, the stair steppers, whatever, because that right there will add on to your calorie burn for the day mm-hmm. naturally. Because it'll it'll put you know we talk about the calorie deficit. It'll put you in a calorie deficit hypothetically. For example, if you need 250 extra calories below your maintenance mm-hmm. to start helping with that cut, all of a sudden that cardio comes in handy. Exactly. So that's where it really steps in too. Exactly. But um, 
you know, going into a couple benefits of cardio here real quick that are physical. Um, I kind of mentioned it already, but I mentioned the heart rate and VO2 max. So heart rate, the reason and and heart, the heart in general, I would I would actually loop into both yeah, these just things the here. the whole cardiovascular system here. The thing about cardio and, you know, because like, we hate it and it, it's like we hate it, but we know how necessary it is. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Be- because of the fact that if you have a healthy heart, it's, you know, you're less likely to die from heart disease. Mm-hmm. You're less likely to have a stroke. Right. You're less like, I mean, I, honestly, there is more research coming out that it's, that it's somehow linked to Alzheimer's dementia and cancer that, the, mm-hmm. that goes for any exercise, but it's like cardio is definitely included in that. So that's interesting. Uh-huh. And then what happens, your heart rate also, your resting heart rate. So let's say you're sleeping guys, your resting heart rate goes down when right. you do more cardio, when your right. heart's healthier. Yes. So, and what that does is it lets your heart, doesn't make your heart work as hard, which exactly. guess what? Puts your heart under less stress, exactly. which then also helps you become healthier, which right. is a really good thing. Yes. So, and then we talk about VO2 max mm-hmm. and that, that benefit of cardio. Mm-hmm. You know, this is one that sounds fancy. It really right. does. It sounds all, you know, crazy and fancy, but what it really is guys is aerobic capacity and your ability to efficiently consume oxygen is the, is the idea behind mm-hmm. it. Um, and you know, actually what's related along with VO2 max is something called EPOC, which is exercise post-oxygen consumption. What that is, is the that is what comes from a lot of strength training effort and a lot of the, what cardio would be considered like an afterburn. Um, again, it's not too crazy. That's why I mentioned that earlier. That's not really that too, that, that crazy, but that it does leave your body still burning cows after. Uh-huh. Same thing with strength training. Uh, strength training, of course, like we said, is more because your muscles are literally broken down. Exactly. So that's going to be more of that. But there is an epoch in that exercise post-oxygen consumption, which, again, that's going to help also with your heart. So that's why we mentioned VO2 max and how important that is because, mm-hmm. again, that's going to – I mean, if your lungs are healthy, guess what's also healthy? The rest of your body along with your heart, they work in conjunction better. Mm-hmm. All these different things, guys. So that's huge. Um, yeah. And, yeah, do you want to touch on our next point? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So one of the biggest questions when it comes to cardio, guys, is – well, is it better to do cardio before I work out or, or after my workout, mm. you know, before or after I strength train? Well, first, I will say it's mostly personal preference. It really is, what, yeah. what, what you want to do, it's mostly personal preference. I prefer to do it afterwards, and I think you do as well. Yep. I would say the majority of people probably do like that. Um, I do also realize and understand that a lot of people do it because uh, before, like to do it before because it gets their body moving, gets the heart working, gets the, gets the blood flow working and all that kind of stuff. However, guys, the only, or not the only, but one of the downfalls. One of the caveats, yeah. Yeah, one of the downfalls of doing cardio pre-workout is that you go into the danger of depleting your glycogen stores before the workout. And what your glycogen stores are going to do is provide your muscles with energy. Okay, and that's what we do when we work out. We deplete the muscles' energy and we break them down. Like Mm. you just said, we rip them apart. That's how they grow. You know, that's why protein is so necessary and a good diet is so necessary so that we can help those muscles grow. Now, if you're doing a bunch of, a bunch of cardio, wow, fumbling over my words. You're good, bro. I think we both are. (laughs) Siri just messed me up, man. Um, (laughs) If you do a bunch of cardio before your workout, you put yourself in danger of not having as good of a lift because those muscles are already getting tired. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So, that's why that's why I always recommend to people doing it afterwards. Um, that's why, like the guys that I train, we have them do their finishers as finishers, mm-hmm. and it usually includes you know sled sprints or yep. uh, some of the other examples that we're going to get to here in just a couple minutes. So definitely some real high intense stuff. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. You do that after because if you if you're doing sled sprints before you go and do a mm-hmm. lift, 
like you're already going to be dead. Yep. You know, your legs are not going to be under you. You're going to be breathing real hard already. Like it's, you're going to be tired. Yep. You're going to be tired. There's other more efficient ways to warm up your body. You can use kettlebells for that. You can use med balls for that. Those are two great examples. Um, again, those are examples of what we have our guys doing. Um, so guys, that that's kind of our answer to the before or after yeah, and cardio. Yeah, and I, I guess I... I will I will caveat some of the reasons. I mean, for some of you maniacs that really enjoy doing it before your workout, I think a lot of people that do enjoy doing it before the workout, from what I've heard and understand, a lot of people like to do like a quick, 40, like not quick, a 45-minute session of like a hard incline walk or stair stepper because then they go into their workout tired and it almost activates like a survival thing for them. Mm. So that's, that's that's if you're, if that's you, yeah. that's I'm, we're all about it. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's, I mean, if you can still get a really good workout and your intensity is sure. so high in the strength training, absolutely. Sure. Like that's, and th- yeah. And that kind of falls under the personal preference. Yeah, so, you yeah, know. definitely. In, in my mind, if if you use it as a way to just warm up, there are more efficient ways to warm up. Again, yeah. I just said the kettlebells and med balls, but even just activation stuff. Di- dynamic warm Dynamic yeah. warm The 90-90 positions Exa- we I was just like about to, to say, yeah. 90-90s for your hips are such a great way to warm up. Mm. It, it doesn't matter if I'm doing legs or not. I'm always doing 90-90s and the squeeze of the grape from Jeff Lavecchio. Every single day. And hip axials. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From Mr. Brock yes, Wilson. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's just because so much originates from the hips, guys. Mm. It's it, everyone, I mean, literally everyone is so tight in the hips, mm-hmm. so inflexible. And that's why you're having your knee pain. That's why your ankles hurt. And that's also why your hips hurt. But your hips, a lot of those other pains originate from the hips. Yeah. People don't even We'll, we'll actually have a guest on in the fu- pretty soon future here to talk Absolutely. More in depth about that yes, stuff and, yes. and the mobility he, that comes along with that. 100%. He can get into more, you know, the science definitely of that. Yes, absolutely. But, but guys, that's kind of our, our general answer for before or after. Yeah, it's personal preference. Um, but if you do it before, just have an understanding of what you might be doing to your body. And if you see that your lifts might be suffering, yeah, definitely. Like, man, my my lifts have not been very good since I started doing you know my treadmill before the workout. Well, the reason could be that you're you're depleting your glycogen stores um, too much, mm. too much. Okay. Um, guys, we want to kind of talk about some types of cardio. Um, I'll read, I'll read, we've got a, we've got a list here. I'll read the top line there, Gable. You can go into the second one sure. if you want, but one that we always talk about guys, and this is probably my favorite. And I think it would probably be your favorite too, is mm-hmm. rucking. Okay. So like he, like he said, and we've talked about too in the past, we, all we had were, I had some free, <laughs> uh, not price free, but, uh, free weight plates, free. you know, like, uh, as small as I think 2.2 pounds yep. all the way up until I want to say like 9.9 pounds yeah, maybe. Yeah, like 10 pretty much. It, yeah, yeah, weird, yeah. kind of weird weights it, it was, yeah. But we would try as best as we could to pack them, uh, similar to how the military teaches their soldiers to mm. pack their rucksacks uh, to hopefully save your back. Um, so we would pack those into backpacks and then we would go walk. We quickly found out that that was not sustainable. Mm. <laughs> Our backs and shoulders, like it just... It wasn't healthy for uh, our bodies. The they, we they, en- they ended up in the bottom of the bag most of the time, anyways, exactly. and then we got destroyed from exactly. that. Exactly, so, yeah. all the weight's just right there on your lower back, and it's just that's not a good position for the weight. So we upgraded to the weight vest, as we have advocated for many, many times here. Um, tons of great options out there, and not all of them have to be crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. But anyway, rucking, we've talked about it a little bit in this episode. The incline treadmill. You know, if you go, um, you know, if you go for for thirty minutes on a three mile an hour pace at like a 10, 12, 15% incline, that's a really good rate to be at. And you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be effective. Mm. Okay. Running, obviously, whether it's on a treadmill, whether it's on a trail or on a, on a hiking trail or something like that outside, um, running always a solid option. 
Uh, another one that pretty much every gym is going to have, for the most part, are the stair steppers. Stair steppers suck, but they are really, really good. <laughs> you want to talk about a yes, mental test. they do. Your quads and your butt are going to be on fire. Well, There's and no the thing is, it. it's one step after another, and it gets brutal yeah. because of that. And it's not yeah. like you can stop and take a break like you could on real stairs. Like, that thing's going. You know? <laughs> yep. So Whether you're on it or not. Yeah, exactly. So, stair stepper, another really, really good option, um, especially if you want to light up your quads. Absolutely. My goodness. So, jumping into that bottom part of the list, guys, we have up mm-hmm. here on our whiteboard. So, uh, we have elliptical coming up next. Yeah. Uh, the thing about the elliptical, guys, um, and one of the things that is, can be really, really beneficial for it, and sometimes I will recommend this for different clients of mine, um, being in more gen pop clients, of course, mm-hmm. Um the elliptical, the benefit of that is that it's lower impact. Yes. So, it, I mean, realistically, like, you're not putting, like, on running, you're obviously, hit, like, each step is banging off the ground. Ankles, uh, It sounds knees, like a really funny hips. way to put it, but you you guys get what I mean. Like, yeah. it's, it's definitely impacting the ground pretty hard. Even, even on the treadmills that kind of have a little give sure. on purpose, like, guys, you're still... Every yep. single step, your ankles, your knees, your hips are all taking a beating, even your lower back too. Yep, definitely. And so that's why like if I if there's an older client especially and mm-hmm. maybe they've had past knee surgery or whatnot, yeah. this is a really good way to start to develop yourself back to the treadmill. Great option. Yeah, because yeah, there is cool. some treadmills like, for example, I think uh, like Techno Gym at the at Lifetime where I work, um, they have some really solid treadmills that are that basically like have a softer landing um, mm. tread on them. So those mm. eventually I progress my clients to because nice. they're really good for a softer impact for them if they just want to walk. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, really, let's go if they're like, if they're like 70, I'm not really telling them to run or whatever, unless sure. they want to. Sure. Um, but anyways, after elliptical guys, um, rowing's a really good option. Actually, rowing's a really um, fun and unique option. It to be is. honest with you too. Yeah. Um, and because, and the whole thing about rowing too, um, whenever you guys do it, if you guys are doing rowing, make sure you really get the form down right. Because a lot of people I see, they don't even look into the form of how to row at first because right. about 60% of your power should be through your legs. Yes. Only. About at least 60% because yeah. your legs are the strongest part of your body, whoever you are, female, male, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you should be about 60%. Their core should be next and your back should be the other. Exactly. So it'd be 20% abs and then like 20% back or right. so. Right. That type of stuff. Um and or, or torso or whatever you want to call it yeah. too. Because you'll see a lot of people on the rowers have their legs almost like extended and then they're literally just pulling. Just pulling yeah. And like, okay, like you're still pulling the weight, but I, that's yeah. not exactly the purpose of that. Yep. It's a, it is absolutely a full body cardio machine. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are going to pull like to their belly button. You really more want to pull to your chest. Because yep. again, then you're activating your back muscles even more. Um, I personally prefer the concept two rowers, like the, the fan Those are nice. Rowers, Those are very rather nice. Rather than water rowers. Yep. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I like them better personally. Yeah. That is I, yeah, I've, I've had experience with both. I don't really mind either necessarily, but there are obviously, they're both good options yes. if you wanted to go into yes. it. And yes. the beauty about rowers too, and this is the last thing I'll say about rowers, but Mort's mentioned it was a full body exercise. That's very true. It works. Somebody did a research study basically on it or like kind of like a, a overlook of it, of like somebody's anatomy while they're doing it. It's like 80% of your body's being used for the most part. I believe the it. So, which yeah. is, which is unbelievably, um, it's not useful, or sorry, it's not usual. That's the word. Usual. Yeah, it, wow, <laughs> it, useful. Is useful. It, it is useful. It is useful. <laughs> whoa, whoa, caveat. Um, but it, it, it's not Personal usual. trainers. Yeah. <laughs> per, oh, my God. There goes all of our credibility. <laughs> but, um, but it's not usual that any of the other forms do that. Most right. most of them are lower body, Except obviously. maybe the next one. Yeah, the next one is our is yeah. our ski machine or ski erg. Yeah. Ski, is that I would say that's correct. Right? Yeah, I, I just call them the ski skiers yeah. or the ski machine is what yeah. we call them. Ski, at, uh, skiers a lot legacy. easier. Um, all of you have seen them. It literally looks like somebody's skiing. Like yeah. you grab handles and drag them through. So that yes. one's actually 
if I had to say, I would say that one's more upper body than anything Probably, else. Probably, yeah. yeah. Now, the way we teach our guys, because we, we have two rowers um, at Legacy. We have mm. two skiers. Um, we actually have the uh, the curved treadmills that... Um, nice. Sprint you know, treadmills. Oh, yeah, yeah those yeah, things are yeah. sick. Uh, which are actually, very, very cool. I actually did a Murph on that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm. yeah, you did. Mm. Um, we also have assault bikes. Murph prep. Which we'll get yeah. to that. But anyway, the skiers, um, they're fun. But another thing, too, is a lot of people... We'll just pull them down and let yes. them go straight back up. Mm. The motion should be big, like arm circles. Yep. Reach up as high as you can, as high as your arms will allow, and you might actually go over the machine. Like you and I were tall, yep. so we'll our hands will actually go above it. And then you pull all the way down, and you actually squat down as you as you pull down with it. So it is definitely more upper body, but you still do have a, a yes. lower body aspect yep. to it. And then it's a big, big arm circle type of motion to come back to the top. Yep. So you're not just, for those of you on video, you're not just coming up and down like this. It's big, big circles is, yep. is really the motion. Same, same concept if you, if you go and watch a cross-country skier. Yeah. That, that would be uh-huh. like the best way to think about it. Um, maybe a downhill skier, but they don't really use the poles too much. So sure. That wouldn't be like it'd be a good option. But um, anyways, moving on from skiers, guys. So going to a bike next. And <laughs> this is a tons over, of options. overarching one here. So you could you could road bike here. Uh-huh. On whatever cycle you have, you could mountain bike. Mm-hmm. You could do a stationary bike in the gym. Uh-huh. You could do an assault bike. Assault bikes um, are sweet. Assault, <sighs> yeah. assault bike springs yeah. are tough. They're they're yeah. Sweet oh, sweet man. is one way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so you got assault bike. Oh uh, shoot, what else? There's actually a hand bike. Hand bike's hand a good bikes. one too. Yeah yeah yeah. Because those ones again, uh, so for those of you that might have an injury um, right now or in the future, I guess. I'm knock on wood for you guys. But uh-huh. um, but the <laughs> but um. But a hand bike is good because, let's say you have a lower body injury, it's a good way to keep that cardio up and a little bit of fitness in those arms going, for too. For sure, for it, sure. It's, again, it's just literally rotating your yeah. arms. It's a pretty simple concept. I guess um, this, this probably goes in with the stationary bike. But obviously, there's there's kind of two types of stationary sure. bikes, uh, excluding assault bikes. But there's the one that looks like a typical bike, you mm-hmm. know, a bike seat. Um, most gyms, that's going to be probably the majority of them. But you'll also see a lot of commercial gyms with, like, the seat. The actual like chair, yep, uh, with the bike. You know, that's just a another yeah. option. That's actually so. a good one again for the older population as exactly. well. Definitely, exactly. Um, and so, what's interesting, guys, about bikes too is that there's what Wurtz and I would say is that there's like some better option there. There is um, mm-hmm. out of the the bike uh, category, so to speak. So, assault bike is one we just mentioned. That's the one where you have the you have your arms up and you're also pedaling, and it has Full a body. fan going through it. Full body it for is sure. brutal. So yeah. if you do circuits, like let's say you're going. Uh, three by eight calories. You track calories. It, the bike tracks calories you're burning, and, and that's that's how you go for yes, distance or yes. time or whatever you want to call and it. And the most ski and rowing machines will also track yes cows. So you can do yes. like ten cows. Yes, you know, we'll, exactly. So you yeah. could do you. What you could do is like start at eight, work your way up to ten cow sets, mm-hmm. twelve cow sets, and it gets horrible. Yeah, I've I've that's like the closest I've been to vomiting. Um, easily in the last yeah. like few couple months on exercises Absolutely. with assault bike. Well and um, like like yeah. I, I know we've both been on programs um like from Brock <sighs> where I think he had, if I remember right, which I had to do these on the rower because um, House of Pain doesn't have a, an assault bike, but they have a rower, so I did them on the rower. But uh, I want to say it was like uh thirty seconds mm-hmm. RPE ten, mm-hmm. which is rating of proceed perceived exertion, uh, which is basically just a one to ten scale guys of how hard you're going, mm-hmm. your intensity basically uh rpe 10 and then you had like two minutes off because those 30 seconds if you're actually going all out like that two minutes goes quick 
for rest. Brock, you're an ass. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. I, we do love you, but we, like, we, we you. love you, but man, dude, but come on, like, give us a break here. Um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's bikes guys. Uh, one that I really like to do before we even hop off is my brother and I loved a mountain bike. I'm trying yeah. to get this guy on it as soon as possible. The bikes are just there uh, to give full, uh, discrepancy to get a good one. It's pretty expensive. Yeah. I, I will fully admit that. Um, and, but it is so much fun to go mountain biking on different trails and whatnot because mm-hmm. it is a challenge because you have to have a lot of spatial awareness and a lot of proprioception involved with it because, I mean, there's a root coming out of nowhere. There's a rock coming out of nowhere. You're climbing up a hill branches, here or whatever. So Branches taking people. your head off. People, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it's Fences. A, <laughs> this guy ran into a fence, scraped up his arm real good. <laughs> You know that that story. It sounds cooler than it really is. It's not. It's. I'm. I'm talking. It was a. We were riding back home from a trail, guys, and literally, I like lightly swerved off and just drug my arm along like a wooden fence. So it wasn't even on a trail. It was on literally a sidewalk, and I just, just scraped my shoulder they open were, on it. They were actually biking Mount Everest, and he, he fell. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. Sorry, I lied. It's a caveat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so guys, mountain mountain biking is amazing because it's a different type of cardio, and it's honestly a. It's almost like a really. Uh, not athletic, but almost like a competition type of sure. of cardio. So that's really fun. Anyways, guys, so moving on to sprints now, mm. um, which these actually last two could be almost... I was going to say, these sort of group together. So there's sprints and hit we have here. Um, we like to keep sprints separate because honestly, sprints, if you're going to do some form of hit cardio and you, you're like, what, are the rest, what in the hell is the rest of hit cardio? Think of sprints because if you do at least one to two times a week of sprints, oh my God. Gosh, it oh, is yeah. so good for you because oh, yeah. that quick activation, that a- activates that anaerobic system a lot of times. And then, well, a lot of times it does activate that anaerobic system. And oh my, it is so beneficial to do sprints. Not to mention, it's also going to give you that mental benefit. Because if yeah. you're kicking ass for 50-yard sprints for like 10 reps or something like that, or, or if you're like words grabbing the parachute and they put it behind <laughs> you and you're a maniac like him, then like then it is so good for you mentally. And again, it's it's just, it is genuinely good Good cardio for yes. sprints. So yes. if we're if you're gonna pick one thing, I would say out of, out of hit is your top choice is sprints. Yeah, and, um, and I'll yeah. add in too because I train athletes. Um, if you're an athlete and you're not doing sprints, mm. you're not gonna be an athlete for too long. No. <laughs> like I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't care what sport you play, <laughs> like even if it's chess. Uh, okay, maybe uh, maybe chess. Uh, uh, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> if, if you're an athlete, you need to be doing sprints because of all of the benefits that he just listed. Yep. However, that even more benefits, obviously your speed is going to increase, especially your short-term mm. speed. Mm. Your first step, power. There is power development involved in sprinting, 100%. Because look at, look at bad wide receivers compared to good wide receivers mm. in the NFL. Bad, their first step is a small step backwards. What in the world? Why is that? You know? Unless if, somebody's um, pressing them, I if, guess. It, like, I, but yeah. I, in, I a, in a normal world. If, yeah. if you're trying to go forward to run a route, uh, why are you running backwards to start? What are you doing, pal? Okay, but you look at your best wide receivers. Mr. Tyreek. Their first step is mm. quick, powerful, and, and fast. Mm. And in the direction that they're supposed to be going. That is something that you need to be working on. 100%. So for all of our athletes out there listening, you better be doing sprints. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, Tyreek's a great example of that because of his power level too. You watch his legs, it's quick hit power on oh, the... Oh, yeah. Like, his feet are smacking the ground, yes. pushing him forward. Look like, at Usain yeah. Bolt. You Absolutely. know, when he was in his prime in the Olympics and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very, very tall. I think he's like 6'5 or something. Is he that tall? He's super he, he, tall. I, I know he's tall. I just yeah. didn't know he's 6'5. Yeah, I, he's something like that. I, I, mean, I might be a little off on that. He, he's, a, he's a beast, dude. Like, um, it's so fun to watch him Yeah, run. but oh everyone's gosh. like, oh, you know, he doesn't have to take as many strides. Okay, well, that is true. That is true. If that was the case, I'd be a, I'd be an Olympian sprinter. Exactly. <laughs> However, his power development on every single step and off the blocks is is insanity. Mm. I mean, that's why he's always mm. winning races. Yep. So if you're an athlete, you better be doing sprints. Boom. Okay. Um, so guys, going on to hit, and again, that's kind of grouped in with sprints, of course. But um, hit workouts are to I mean, be, to put them simply, hit workouts. If you're doing actual hit workouts, you should be pretty much on the edge of your wits, yeah. like difficulty wise, because Absolutely. just doing like a, let's say you do, you know, some med ball slams, uh, with some like mountain climbers, like, which is an ab exercise where you're driving your knees forward and you just do, and you, then you'd add like, I don't know, like burpees. sides, burpees or something like that yeah. right after. And you do that. And then you take a rest for a minute. Uh, that's not, that's on hit. Kind of defeated. Yes. Yeah. The whole point, this is like hit, hit's supposed to be like a, a short, it's like what we're said with the finishers. It's supposed to be like 15, 20 minutes. Like, it, it obviously, it can be a little bit longer than that. But honestly, probably, it probably shouldn't if you're going hard enough. But it, it should be like you're gassing yourself. Like the, 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 the word yes. gasser fits perfect yes. with this. The yeah. amount of time that you're working should absolutely be longer than the time you're resting. Otherwise, yeah. you're defeating the purpose. Yeah. Now, for other types of, of training, obviously, that would be flipped. Yeah, please, for strength please training, yeah. like... It, it's going to be the opposite for strength mm. training. You know, if you're benching, your rest periods should be decently long. Mm. Not 10 minutes, but should be longer than the amount of time that you're working. For HIIT workouts, it's got to be the opposite for it to, for it to do its purpose. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what we got there, guys. Uh, those are the types. Definitely run back through that because uh, those are really fun to talk about, to be honest sure. with you. And it's really fun to look at all the different types. But anyway, so we're moving and, on. And oh, if, we, yeah. if you guys have any other types that maybe we didn't mention, guys, let us know. That's true. You know, if you got cool ideas for, for different uh, cardio workouts that you do or different cardio movements mm. that you like to do or any machines – that maybe we forgot to mention, guys. Let us know because we're all ears. We love trying new things. As much as cardio sucks in our minds, <laughs> we still love to, to test ourselves in new ways. So yep. if we forgot anything, guys, let us know. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so moving on to possible downfalls of cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you could you could make a possible downfalls for any type of lift. Uh, the reason we put this at the end is because I, I hate when people are like that. They, they use downfalls as like an excuse not to do something. Yeah. Because right. it's like, yeah, no duh. There's risk with it. But yeah. if we're talking strength training and cardio and fitness in general, mm-hmm. uh, if we're talking risk factor is extremely low. Yeah. And that even goes for like the big barbell lifts, like in squats or deadlifts or sure. whatnot. The risk is extremely low comparatively mm-hmm. to something like football, hockey. Rugby, MMA, like if we're talking like driving a car, driving a car. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're talking actual risk, like actually significant factor of it, it's, it's not high, but we wanted to mention the downfalls because obviously there is a level of it. And, uh, one thing I, so first point is, is too much cardio. And this is something we've mentioned before. Um, but we talk about, this is actually a, a common thing we see in a lot of times college age females. Um, and sometimes, like later high school age females and whatnot, for sure, they love to do just cardio, cardio, cardio seven days a week. And when I say cardio, 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 I mean I've seen some of them do three to four, three to four hours every day, stair stepper, 
treadmill, uh, some kind of hit workout, whatever. And then they, and then they're good. And yeah. then yeah, they're good. And they might do like a little bit of like some you know some five pound presses or something like that. Yeah. And then when they really are stronger than that, right. they don't actually prioritize strength training. So right. if we're talking too much cardio, and that could go. I, I've met I've met dudes who think that like cardio like the like. I'm fat. I got. I got to just do cardio continuously. Right. But then, but then I see them smashing White Castle still, like we, like we did, <laughs> right. but on the daily. So yeah, exactly. we did that once a year, and there, so they're doing it daily. There are three types of people that are allowed to disagree with too much cardio. Those of you who might be on 75 hard, yeah. okay, because that's a requirement. Obviously. Yep. Well, it's not necessarily a requirement to do cardio, but it's implied. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. So 75 hard, folks. Uh, if your name is David Goggins, and if your name is Cameron Haynes, <laughs> that's about it. If you don't fall under one of those three, then you, like you can't really disagree. There's our list. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, like that's actually a good point with uh, Goggins and Haynes, though, because um, that could go for ultra marathoners too. Yes. Like guys who work, like, because obviously, guys who are training for an Ironman or like long marathons or uh, or whatever, or like you know, big bike races like in like the Tour de France or sure. whatever that type of stuff. Obviously, guys, those are high level athletes. Are you? Is that what your goal is? Are you, are you? Right. Unless you tell me you're trying to be one of those things, then which if you want to be great, great. That's cool. You, you got to put in the work. That's cool. Hundred percent. But then you also guys got to think. You also got to think that along like, those guys are probably pounding five thousand calories a day, probably at minimum. Yeah. Especially if you're an ultra marathon at minimum. Yeah. So if they're eating that much, can you eat that much? Right. Can you? Right. And because because otherwise you're not gonna maintain muscle. That's for exactly. sure. Have you, have you, like a lot, most of those ultra marathoners, you look at them and it looks like somebody literally sucked the muscle out of them. Yeah. Pretty right. much. Right. Yeah. Right. Very. And that could go for cross country runners too. I think a lot of guys in high school, a lot of the cross country guys I saw in high school, they it, they didn't eat enough. Yeah. Very very skinny. Yeah. Not even just like cut, but yep. actually skinny. Yep. You know and and. and in unhealthy ways, mm-hmm. um, and that that kind of kind of goes in with our next point as far as possible downfalls, as possible injuries. You know, shin splints mm-hmm. are, are probably one of the top ones. Um, Eventually leading to possible like fractured tibia, yeah, that exactly. type of thing, fibula, exactly. etc. Yeah, you know, your knees, your ankles, and hips. We've talked about that a lot in this episode. They take those a are going to take a beating. So rest, stretching are very very important if you're going to be someone that wants to do cardio, protein, run. You know, three to five times a week or more if you're one of those people. Okay, ass ton of protein yes. for recovery. Yes, so much protein and carbs too, because carbs fuel. are going to be a lot of your fuel for these longer runs, these lo- longer cardio sessions. Are carbs? Carbs like to be made the enemy by a lot of people in the fitness world. You know, carbs yeah, are bad. Don't yeah, eat carbs. Well, dude, weird. I talked about glycogen stores earlier when you know in the before or after a workout, um, the way you restore those is carbs you know so i'm not saying to go eat you know a bunch of candy and get sugar carbs but actual good carbs yep okay absolutely yes. so yes. that's and the reason we even mentioned the possible injuries too much cardio that type of stuff is here's the thing guys muscle and skeletal muscle mass is the or like so look up dr G- uh, gabrielle lyon is her name dr gabrielle lyon lyon is l y on um she is an incredible basically physician in the space of like she specializes in muscle research is like the like what her realm is Mm -hmm. she has gone on to say that that protein is 
you know, what, like probably the most important macronutrient you can get, I, I would say. Um, and the thing is, too, muscle is the organ of longevity. So we mentioned the too much. This is why I mentioned eating enough. If you're going to be a cardio fiend, you need to be eating enough. Right. And that, you got to find out what that is. Right. You know, because whether it's 4,000, 5,000, whatever it is, I, I don't know, depending on how much you're doing, etc. Because you need to maintain muscle because muscle is one of the things that indicates how good your quality of life is going to be, how long your life is going to be sometimes, how much you're able to function as you get older, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome because, again, cardio is a huge mental challenge and the aspect that comes along with that, but you need to be maintaining your body while you do that. And guys, I, something I think we kind of forgot to hit on earlier was bodybuilders. Mm. You know, we were talking about this before the episode. You know, when bodybuilders are bulking, mm. you know, for a show maybe in six to 12 months, you know, so way out there, if they're bulking, they completely cut out cardio. Completely cut out cardio. Now, when they are cutting and they're, it's getting, you know, close to time for that show, mm. you know, you're within three to five months or so, maybe even maybe even uh, closer than that. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably one, more of like the month, one, two out, two months out. Say, yeah, two one, months out. Yeah, more of like the one to three months range. Uh, I kind of kind of misspoke there, but that's when they start incorporating the cardio. Okay, so it, it has yeah. its purpose to cut weight. There's no doubt about it. However, don't only use bodybuilders as an example because most of those guys have coaches that are going to help keep their diet on point. I was just talking to uh, one of our good friends, Will, who goes to House of Pain because he's a guy that uh, just did his first show uh, not too long ago, killed it. Um, but I was kind of talking to him about this, and, and his coach had his diet on point, very specific, as literal, like, as the weeks got on. It wasn't even, mm. okay, we're two months out. No, it's, we're seven weeks out, so here's what the calorie intake is going to be. Mm. Now we're six weeks, so here's what it's going to be here. Now we're five weeks. Here's what it's going to be. Here's the cardio. We're going to start with this, and we're going to add 10 minutes. We're going to add 10 minutes. We're going to add 10. So bodybuilders can be used for a lot of really good knowledge. Those guys are typically very, very smart. Um, they're also usually very, very nice. They're very, <laughs> All very the ones nice. That we've, it's always the biggest dudes uh, in the gym are the nicest. Encountered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, for the most part, are awesome. And the girls, too, actually. Um, very, very impressive uh, sport to be involved in. But anyway, use those guys for a lot of resources, but don't only use them because, again, a lot of those guys have really high-level coaches, girls, too. Guys and girls have really high-level coaches that have that diet on point to prevent the things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So they have the protein intake on point. They have the carb intake or not as much of an intake if they're cutting. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have it all on point, even down to the minutes yep. of cardio. Yep. So that's why that's why bodybuilders are a little bit of an exception to this. Yeah, when sure. they do incorporate it, when they don't, and how their diet looks. Absolutely. Yeah. So going off, guys, last thing we'll touch on cardio-wise here is, is on the possible downfalls. Uh, the idea of overtraining. I wanted I wanted to touch this in. I, I touch on this, and that's why I had words kind of put it up for our list here. Um, so it re- obviously relates overtraining. The idea of it um, relates like too much and the possible injuries, of course. Mm-hmm. So the idea of overtraining, guys. Simple rundown of it. Um, it there is like symptoms of it, and I, I again I learned about this when I was going through different like physiology access physiology classes, that type of stuff, um, psychology even actually for that matter, um, or exercise psychology that is. Um, and overtraining put simply can happen a lot of times with college athletes and high school athletes, especially is like a common group it's seen in, Mm -hmm. um, is basically when you have 
basically put your body through so much hell and not recovered enough that you start having extremely negative effects from it. Mm. Like you, like your muscles atrophying. Um, you don't have an appetite anymore. Your mental health is down in the shitter. That type of stuff. So Mu- pretty, pretty horrible stuff. I will just muscle atrophy. He said, by the way, yep. not hypertrophy. So atrophy <laughs> yeah. is when you're you're losing a muscle. Good, good, clarify, to, good clarify there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. So quick things there. That's what overtraining is. Now, is that going to happen to you? Justin Kelly, his Dr. Justin Kelly is a chiropractor in the St. Louis area, related to first form, that type of stuff. So he put out a post a couple months ago, whatever it was, making a very good point. Most of you guys, including Wirtz and I, do not train hard enough that we will be at the overtraining level. Mm. College athletes, high school athletes are conditioning in the morning, lift, Practice and that takes about five hours there. So unless you're training five hours a day or whatever, this isn't likely. Oh so, yeah, and those people have school too. So <laughs> again, and they have school. So again, not, we're talking ninety nine point nine percent of people, guys. This isn't really a risk for. That's why I wanted to bring sure. it up because the idea is in there. I have seen people take hits from it. Yeah. Because I again, we're around athletes, we're around people who are training hard. Um, but this is why you have to recover so well, especially if you're doing cardio. You have to eat enough. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you're listening to your body a lot of the times. But, obviously, if you're one of those guys, like a Goggins or whatever, doing those ultra marathons, he also takes care of his body. Right. If you're a college athlete, D1 athlete, they are also they have cold tubs, they have Norma Techs, they have, uh, they have athletic trainers and, and physical therapists on staff and chiropractors on staff. So, they're trying to avoid this, too. It's not an excuse if you're at that level. Right. College athletes, professional athletes. Absolutely. Like, and I will say, too, this is something interesting uh, with, with David Goggins. He actually talks about this in his book, uh, Can't Hurt Me. Uh, this is more towards the end of the book, but he talks about when he first got into the marathons and all this running mm. and and just pushing his body even past his Navy SEAL days. Uh, he was developing a, a tumor, mm. I believe it was, in his psoas muscle. Or was it, or was it an ulcer? No, uh, it, it was one of them. It was one of those. One two. of them, yeah, yeah, whichever. In his psoas muscle, and guys, that's kind of kind of in your uh, groinish area, sort of. It's Basically, kinda, it's, it's right around your hips. That yeah, type exactly. of stuff. It connects all that area. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, his doctors were worried he was going to die from it, mm. potentially. And so what he had to do was literally, so simple, start stretching. Yeah. I mean, it, deep, that's, deep stretching. That's, too. yeah. And, and I think he said he started with, uh, it was like either one or two hours a day <laughs> stretching. And mm-hmm. I mean, he just, Gable just listed off all these great features that a lot of the high level colleges and the professional uh, sports are going to have, you know, all the technology, all the people on staff. But, Taking care of your body can also just be taking some time at your house, stretching. Yep. After your workout, stretching. Yep. Okay? It, it doesn't have to be all the fancy stuff. All of that's great. We have a lot of it, too, where I work. He does, too. Like, we have it all as well, and that stuff's really cool and fun to use and useful, too. No doubt about it. I'm not hating on that stuff. But don't think that you have to have access to that stuff in order to be able to treat Absolutely. your body correctly. Mm-hmm. All it takes is some intentional time treating your body well. Stretching, you can take cold showers, you can do a, a makeshift cold tub at home. I, I was just texting you the other yep. day, I'm like, all right, I'm trying a cold tub at home. Was it the coldest it, water it could have been? No. So, so funny. But but yeah. it was worth a shot. I take cold showers every day. Yep. He takes cold showers every day. Mm-hmm. That stuff is really, really good for your skin and for your body. And your, and your blood flow and heart rate for that matter. Exactly. Really know it. Yeah. And all of that stuff does not require super expensive or fancy equipment. 
Absolutely. Again, that stuff's great, but it's not yeah. required. Yeah, that's and that, again, guys, that's why we caveat these downfalls because again, wow, she's joining us. Um, but that's why we caveat these downfalls. And again, I've said caveat about fifteen times this episode, but whatever. Um, but downfalls. This is why we talk about them because, and we kind of go back and forth on them because, again, these are realistically very, very small, very small likelihoods. Mm. Again, yes. as long as you're taking care of your body. And you're going high on intensity, you're going to be just fine. Right. Overarching theme of the downfalls. Yes. And the key, you just have to take care of yourself. I, I'll, I'll throw in a quick example here. I know we're, you know, we're approaching 50 minutes here, but, uh, you know, last summer you're going to remember this, but last summer, um, I was fully into a bodybuilding type split. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't training for a show or anything like that, but, and man, I was putting on a ton of muscle. I mean, I was, I was, I was cutting at a really good pace, putting on a lot of muscle. You know, was looking really good. How often was I complaining to you, though, dude, about my knees just feeling like they were blown mm-hmm. up? Yep. You know, I'd be out playing softball. I'd be out on a ruck. And, like, there would be days where, like, I would get through it. I I, I can say, like, I never did stop rucking. You know, I never did fail 75 hard because of this or something like that. But there were plenty of times at softball or something like that where I was like, I, I don't know if I can play. Like, my yeah. knees are just effed up. Yeah, your knees were in bad and, shape. And it was then, bad yeah. because, like... I have memories of my grandpa on my dad's side, who who has since passed now, but always complaining about his knees. You know, always. And I just thought, it's like, oh, man, I guess I've already got bad knees. Thanks, grandpa. Well, no. What I quickly figured out was how inflexible I was in my hips and in my in my legs and in my you know, my quads and my hamstrings. Both were extremely yep. tight. They were extremely strong, but they were extremely tight. So ever since then, you know, it's been well over a year now, every single day. And especially on days I work out, but even on the days I don't, which are rare days, <laughs> I still stretch at home or at the gym. Like I still incorporate that. And when's the last time I complained about knee pain? No, it's been at least six months. I mean, at, honestly, at minimum. Yeah, yeah, truthfully, yeah. it really has. Yeah, you know. So that's just another example, very similar to the Goggins. You know, I didn't have any kind of tumor or ulcer or whatever it was. However, I was 23 years old and dealing with pain that was causing me to possibly not do things I love doing. Definitely. So there's another more at home example for you guys. So take care of your body. That's what all of this comes to, um, guys. We just covered five really really solid points. Um, you know the difference between strength training and cardio, and uh, where and when the calories are being burned for both of those. Uh, the benefits of cardio with your heart rate, your VO2 max, things like that. Blood flow. Uh, we covered you know cardio before or after a workout, which is better. You know, um, you know we covered a lot of types. Yep. Uh, of of cardio and obviously we might have forgotten some. So guys, if we if we missed any that you enjoy doing, let us know. Definitely. And we talked about some possible downfalls uh, with cardio as well. Yep. Um, Gable, I believe that you have a Q and A question for us. Is that right? You would believe correctly. Okay. Um, so guys, so basically, what we Q and A question we got today um, is the question of, and again, this is fun because we like to try to relate these Q and A questions with the episode. Sure. Um, today's question is an exercise question. So. Um, what is your favorite nondescript exercise? One that maybe a lot of people don't know of or okay. maybe is just uncommon, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to go with the typical like gym movements, no. essentially. Yeah, okay? exactly. This, this, this excludes that like deadlifts, squats, uh, bench, that type of stuff, sure. guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like obviously rucking would be an answer for us. So we'll we'll not include that either, guys. Yep. Um, so my answer is is two, but it's technically the same. Um, and we, we kind of talked about this earlier when we were talking about the different types of cardio, but I am loving the parachute sprints. Mm. Love it. I have a, I think it's from TRX. 
if I remember correct. Or it might be from Skills, like uh, SKLZ. I know that's what my ladder is. Um, those are just two brands that make uh, workout equipment, mm. guys. But um, it, it comes with a little belt that you put on, and it's got three um, rings on it, and it comes with two parachutes. So what I always do, I always do usually two sprints without it on, just to, you know, I do a full, not, I won't say a full workout, but essentially a full workout before I even start my sprints. That's that's the thing I finish with. Um, actually, I guess I finish with jogging. But anyway, finish with sprints. So I, my first two sprints are always no weights, you know, no, uh, or no parachutes rather. And then I usually do, usually just two. It was more than that when I first started doing this, but now it's just two uh, sprints. And I always alternate which foot I start with um, pushing yep. off of. Good call. And, um, and then I do two sprints with one parachute on, and then the rest of the time is all two parachutes. And man, if, and you have to figure out where I go for this. Sometimes I have to switch sides from which one I do the, do the parachute sprints on because the wind will change. So if you're running with the wind with parachutes, come on, pal. Parachutes are not going to be very effective, are they? I'm just, I'm just, I'm okay. just imagining you Bro, running with the wind, the, the parachute tripping you up and stuff like that. It's frustrating because you'll stand there, you'll be about ready to go, and then the wind will gust and you realize it's going with you, so the parachutes just go like right by your feet and you're just like, Bruh, now i got to walk all the way down there to run this way. So anyway, you have to figure out which way to go oh, against the wind man. so that the wind goes into the parachutes. And I mean, man, when you get two on there, like you feel it. You feel it and you gotta you got to power through. The other way I was going to say this, and most places don't have this. We're fortunate enough to have them have one down at Legacy. Mm. Brock has, I think, four or five. Jeff Levecchio's got a couple at his gym. Run Rockets. Yeah. Which is the same idea. Resisted sprints. Resisted movements. Um, a Run Rocket. Again, it comes with a belt. And then this belt has a... I actually don't know how long they extend. They go really, really far out uh, of like a... Um, Almost like a seatbelt material. It, it looks like a hose the way it extends kind of. too. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it looks like a garden hose how it yes. extends. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it, it it goes over a it wheel. Rolls, yeah, over a wheel. But yeah. uh, the actual material is is similar to the seatbelt. Like a, a seatbelt, it. it's not quite that way. thick, but there's a, a knob on it too that you can adjust the resistance. And so when you start going, it's going to automatically resist you. And it, it, they're sweet. I mean, mm-hmm. they're awesome. The where it resists you is not going to hurt your body or anything like that. Like it's not going to it's not going to um, Put a lot of pressure, attention on your back, or anything like that. Same with the parachutes, for that matter. Um, their their purposes are you know, or they're made really well. Uh, I've even seen Jeff. I know you have too. Bring it out on the ice for yeah, his hockey is, guys. Which is sick. And they'll they'll put their skates on and then attach the run rocket to them and, and skate. So, I would say the parachute sprints and the in the run rocket, which cool. are kind of the same thing. Yeah, I, I yeah. really enjoy doing those. Those are good one. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna go strength training exercise. Uh, is easiest thing to call us is the log press. Um, it literally looks like I'm like a wooden log, but it's a, it's made out of the steel, like a barbell would be. Uh-huh. Uh, you've probably, you've probably seen Yeah, you put your hands yeah. inside. Yeah, put it. your hands yeah. inside it. You basically like reach into it. Like you're reaching into like, uh, like basically like to activate it or something like that. Right. And it's a strength, it's a str- strong man movement. That's what it is. A strong mm. man movement. Strong man so that, they'll do, they'll do like a, bring it up to there and then roll it up and then press it from there. I, I, sometimes I do variations of it. Like I'll do. Um, one where I like I clean it up, so to speak, uh-huh. almost like a like a hand clean, and I clean up my shoulders, and I'll do a press like that, or I'll I'll just clean it up and then do a squat with like a front squat with it that yeah. way too, which is so much fun. It's just different, and it adds yeah. it's it's heavy as shit too. Yeah. So I've actually like, never yeah. used one. Yeah, do you guys well, have one at Lifetime. Th- there actually is one. So Lifetime, 
Don't believe we have one there. No, no. no we, we have like we have a cool like Titan hex bar, which is another thing entirely. But um, but at Complete Fitness, the outdoor gym, oh. um, in House Springs, that that one um, has a little log press. They just added actually oh. too, and that thing is I it's damn near as heavy as a big one too, really? which is crazy. But that thing's really cool too. So we can try that when we go there next. Absolutely. But, um, again, just it, it's a it's just moving a ton of weight like honestly yeah. it, that, that's what it is it, it literally feels like you're lifting like a tree log over your head <laughs> and so that's that's yeah. it's, it's basically the same idea as like you know like us guys we love to pick up rocks and then throw them places or whatnot <laughs> same concept water. it's a very like very like uh neanderthal <laughs> neanderthal thing i like to Bro, do yeah whenever we walk around a lake we always throw rocks oh my gosh yeah <laughs> warts and i have a bad addiction about the, at the enclave lake to do that we're literally yeah. children man it's so funny yeah. especially if there's ice yeah. and then, and then the, break and, the ice and, and then the splash is big and it's like yes it's like <laughs> mission successful yeah it's it's awesome yeah so true but yeah. anyway yeah so you got resisted sprints and you got log presses guys yeah. those are kind of what are some of our favorite uh unique type movements yeah um Guys, this was a really good first EX Fit episode. Yeah. Um, very, very applicable to anybody, for that matter. Whether you like doing cardio, you don't like cardio, you do it every day, you've never done it, doesn't matter. All of this can can fit into you. Um, and maybe you didn't know there was a difference between the, the caloric burning um, during strength training compared to cardio. So maybe you learned something right off the, right off the rip there. Um, so guys... Uh, thank you for listening. Share this episode if you guys got any value out of it. I know you did, so don't be tweaking. Share it, okay? Do it. Share it. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Literally push the arrow button, put on your story. It's so easy. That's it. It really is. It's it's. Uh, oh, somebody might judge me if they put the untapped podcast. Yeah, right. Put it up there. It's about a two. Put step, it up there. Two step process because yeah. Spotify and Instagram do all the work for you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Peace and love. <laughs>